Hello, and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast on IG, and this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self-care as a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self-care habits and mindsets that serve you and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to new episodes. Hey, welcome to another episode of Sister Struggles. I feel like I've got this ASMR kind of voice going on with this. It's the first time that I also got an echo, Lord. So also the first time it's quiet enough to even have an episode, which is shocking. So I'm also a little sleepy. I'm not even going to lie. Thanks for tuning in. Um, And I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, I'm mad. Today is about what Tyler Perry recently said, because um, I'm going to act like it did not piss me off because it did, but particularly, okay, well, first, first, let me give you a recap in case you're not aware. He was interviewed. I don't know what it was for. I don't care, to be honest, (laughs) to be completely honest, but um, he said some things about how women should be fine with if you know, their partner and they're living with them is paying just the light bill and that's all he can afford or she can afford, whoever the partner or spouse is. And also, you know, he's, I'll just say they, they make sure that you're taken care of emotionally, spiritually, like physically, everything. And they are a great partner, except they can only contribute financially in a very small way. And he was saying that 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 women should be okay with that. And that should just be enough, right? And to a point, I'll give him a hint of credit, or I just say common sense. That's okay. That I understand. I personally am not, like, I don't, money is not that important to me in that situation. Like, need to be able to afford things. I don't want to pay for absolutely everything. But um, I don't look down on people that have what people would consider a lower level job than what I have. Uh, That's just not how I am. And that's just not how I've ever thought. But, so I give him that. But I feel like all I heard, I'm just going to tell you, all I feel like I heard was black women, and those were his words, not even my own, that black women need to lower their standards. That's what it felt like, because he also said something, and this statistically um, is true, that black women have been making more money recently. Um, We, I think it was 2020 or either 2021, where black women were making uh, more money and also starting the most businesses, because of course, you know, we have an instinct to be able to sense, because just being in an environment of struggle all the time, you become so resilient. You're already, you know, you stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. Right. So, um, I feel like black women jumping on that, not surprised. So him calling out black women and saying that we needed to essentially lower our standards, lower our expectations in dating and in love in order to get love. And I don't fuck with that. I don't agree with that. I think 
that we were targeted. (laughs) And it's very unfortunate. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Tyler Perry anyway. I used to like the Medea movies early on. Diary of a Mad Black Woman is still one of my favorites. We'll never forget the hot tub scene. Um, I know you know. If you know, you know. But um, just him as a person and just sort of the things he says, I'm just not cool with. And so this is another one. Along with that, like I said, I don't like, I don't think it's okay for him to say that. And in fact, let me get off what he said. I'm more interested in making sure you don't absorb this mess, particularly because I think it's asking you to accept the mindset of settling for less and settling in relationships. Like you bring so much to the table, but for some reason you got to be okay with somebody bringing not a lot to the table. And again, it's not strictly financially. I just think that the message should have been, because he even said, oh, you know, black women are making more money than black men. Again, his words. So I think the message should have been black men need to be stepping their game up. That's what it needs to be. And be on a more equal level playing field along with us. Because I think that's the problem, uh, particularly with dating and particularly in our community. I think it's also an economic problem because of exactly what he said. We're making more money. And I think that changes our own personal perspectives. It changes how we see things. I think that's where like the auntie aesthetic has come from, where it's like, oh, okay, you're over 30, you're child free, you got a good job, you know, you're making good money. And um, I think that social media has really highlighted that, but it's also kind of new in our generation. I'll say particularly like the millennial generation. And so I just, my message here is do not absorb that. Please do not listen to this man at all. I do not know this man. You shouldn't know this man because instead of helping elevate black women, particularly with the platform that he has, and he knew people would hear this, I just think he could have taken this a completely different way. Oh, and another thing. Okay, this, I feel like this has also just been something I've said throughout many episodes, but why are women always expected to compromise? Why are we always the ones expected to fold and bend and meet somebody in the middle, uh, meet that gap, provide the 80 when somebody's only providing the 20? I feel like I've done that in my relationships thinking that I was holding somebody up, you know, being ride or die. But at the end of the day, like I was left burnt out. I was left with nothing to offer because I'm offering it to someone else. And that keeps you in the struggle, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you're trying to work your way out of the struggle. And that comes with having and kind of shifting your current mindset to the mindset of, yeah, I'm willing to compromise if I deserve to, or what is being offered is at my level or what I ask for, or what I deserve. That's really what I think the question should be. It's like, I think about with dating, women in particular are, and again, it's also like a societal pressure, but women in particular are so worried about, oh, is this person going to like me on the date? Oh, I got to wear this. I got to look this way. I got to make sure the hair is looking good. Like the, the face is beat. Everything is on point, right? But I feel like there's not enough emphasis on, do I like this person? Do I like how they're coming across to me? Do I like what they bring to the table? A big one for me is, do I like how they're treating me? Are they actually exhibiting or demonstrating themselves as the type of person I want to be around? Are they even asking me uh, any questions about myself? That's a big one. If I go an entire day, not even an entire day because it wouldn't even go that far, but 
if there if there are 10 questions and I'm sitting there and I'm asking you about your life and you're willing and open to tell me, you know, about what's going on with you and throughout that entire time you don't ask a damn thing about me. That's like personally a big red flag because I don't have time to interview someone. I need someone to also be interested in me. So uh, I think, again, with all of like the first date jitters, but also just in dating and trying to find, you know, someone to spend your life with, essentially, I think all of that stuff can get blinded and, you know, really have those rose-colored glasses on because we all know how the brain reacts to all those love chemicals and firing off in your brain when you meet somebody, not even just somebody new, but somebody that you remotely get along with because we're humans. Connection, all that gets us fired up. But uh, I'm on my tangent here. So I just need you to know if you don't take anything else from this episode, no matter what anybody tells you, you don't have to settle. And Um, whatever expectations you have about relationships, love, the other person, um, as long as they're within some sort of rational bounds, you're not asking for anything crazy. I think that if you bring a lot to the table, you're allowed to expect that back. You deserve that back. And again, women don't need to compromise like we've always compromised in the past. Because I think compromising at that level is people pleasing. How many of your needs are getting met when you are, when all of your effort goes into that other person, when you aren't allowing yourself to be as authentic as you should be, as you want to be, how you want to live your life, because you've got someone keeping you down, slowing you down, whether it's directly or indirectly. Um, For example, I was in a relationship where I was on an equal playing field uh, with you know, this person, and I'd been with them for a long time, but, but emotionally, I wasn't getting what I needed. Uh, I, I felt like my feelings weren't being listened to, my needs weren't really being listened to or met or honestly really acknowledged. And it wasn't always like that. It grew to become that way. And that's when I noticed that I had to leave. I had to make a change because I was so depleted because I kept thinking, oh, well, we're well, ma- we're well matched. You know, things are great with our families. Uh, we have, both have good jobs. Like, we can really have, like, a pretty bright future together if we put our heads together. Like, we work well together. We had worked together. But, you know, that's the person you come home to every night. And if you don't feel safe and comfortable and okay to be yourself or even feel like, you're being listened to or, you know, I can't even, I can't even express the kind of day that I had because I'd have to deal with someone else's insecurities first. That's exhausting. It was exhausting for me to even just describe this to you just now. So I'm so happy I don't live that life anymore. But just as a living and breathing example of someone that's on the other side of that, I don't believe in settling. Um, It's a little dramatic to say, I guess, but I say that, and I've always said, I'd much rather be alone than be in a relationship like that again, particularly like that again, but just any kind of relationship where someone's not adding to my life. I don't need to take care of anyone anymore. I don't want to take care of anyone anymore. Um, 
I love the life that I have and I've created for myself and I want someone to add to that in a positive way. I don't want to take care of somebody emotionally. Of course, you know, of course, with like couples, or sorry, not couples, but relationships, you, there comes a times where some people can only put 10 because, or 10% because they are depleted in work or with family or financially. And that's where the give and take is. You balance each other out. But it's not always that way. And it's not one sided the entire time. Uh, And that's one of the things that I love about relationships. But I will not choose to be in one unless I am seen, heard, understood, not judged. You know, again, they're on the same playing field as me, so I don't feel like I have to help them out financially all the time unless it's a specific circumstance where they're working hard in so many areas. Like Tyler Perry said, that was a good example. Then, you know, I can only do that for some time, but I also just don't choose that struggle life anymore. There are plenty of other people here that are living the same way that I am and better and why I should I not look upwards. So same for you. Why should you not look upwards? I just feel like with 7 billion people on this fucking planet, it's the dumbest advice to tell someone to just choose whatever feels convenient or feels like it's working for now or, you know, work 60% of the time. Like, fuck that. I just, I can't do that anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. You don't have to do that anymore. I think settling is a choice. I think settling is people pleasing because it feels like the safest and most convenient choice. And I understand, of course, because I've lived that life. So I'm empathetic to that. But I always put a little bit of tough love when it comes to this topic in particular, because if you don't choose to want a different life, you're not going to have a different life. You're going to have to uproot some of the things that you're used to and the conveniences and uh, what has, like I said, what has felt comfortable for you for a long time in order to give birth to this new life. That's just it. But I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you every step of the way with those feelings, navigating the steps, because it's not easy, but it's possible. And if you're struggling in a situation similar to that right now and you're trying to figure out which way to go, not necessarily a situation where it's like if I need to stay or if I need to go, but if you're just trying to figure out if you're getting what you deserve, if you are getting back what you put out, because I think everyone deserves reciprocity, just want you to remember who you are, what you deserve. And really to think about your future self. What would your future self think about the choices you're making? Or even what would your younger self, your inner child, think about the choices you're making? Because a lot of times we're making those choices from a bruised, you know, wounded inner child wanting somebody to like us. But um, when we get older and we become adults, we have to make the hard choices, which aren't the easy choices, of course. But we have to make the hard choices to do what we know we're supposed to be doing for ourselves in order to continue on the path that is meant for us. I know it sounds corny, but I believe that everybody has their own particular path and there are certain situations placed on that path that allow you to make choices. And you can make the choices that you've always made 
the comfortable ones or you can make the ones that can bring you to a life that you never would have dreamed of and that's something I always think of when I'm scared because fear is a good indicator you know it's a primal human sense um, and it comes from just how we react to our environment but I think it's also useful in reminding us that what we fear is usually the thing that we need to be doing and the direction we need to be heading. So please don't listen to that man. (laughs) I'll say it again. Please don't listen to that Tyler Perry, Medea man, because he's not saying anything of sense and um, he's not a black woman and he has no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't know the life you've lived. He doesn't know your story, I like to say. So, you know who you are. You gotta act like it. You gotta ask for what you deserve. Thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of Sister Struggles. So please rate, review, subscribe, and just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes.